0: This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net, Danger Entertainment Podcast Network.
1: Episode 347 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. As Ian yawns, Mm -hmm. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... You'll dress only in attire specifically sanctioned by MIB Special Services. You conform to an identity we give you. Eat where we tell you. Live where we tell you. From now on, you'll have no identifying marks of any kind. You will not stand out in any way. Your entire image is crafted to leave no lasting memory with anyone you encounter. You're a rumor, recognized only as deja vu and dismissed just as quickly. You don't exist. You were never even born. Amenity is your name. Silence your native tongue. You're no longer a part of the system. You're above the system. Over it. Beyond it. We're them. We're they. We are the men in black. Nice, thank you. Yeah. Rip Torn does a much better job of it, obviously, but oh, oh with yeah. that voice, uh, we are the men in black, <laughs> <laughs> an intergalactic kicker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rip Torn
2: was great in that.
1: He was. Like, he really. Like, I, I like. I mean, I mean I, I, when he passed away, I talked about what a big fan I was of his. And, like anytime he showed up in something, I was always excited because he always brought something unique to the, to his role. Yeah. You know, and that was one that again, just kind of stuck out where he was just kind of like, he was a side character, but he's a side character. You remembered. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. I just watched the last one.
1: It might be international. Yeah. So that. Oh, did he? Yeah. That's why I brought up that quote. Yeah, I, I just I, I, watched it. I watched it last week. Yeah. Wasn't bad. Could have been better. It had a very hard job to do, yeah, because it had to reboot the franchise, but still stay familiar. Yeah, you know, like they weren't. It was a like a, a quote unquote soft reboot. Like it took place in the same universe, but we're not dealing with two different people. Yeah, and I, I mean, I like Tessa Thompson and I, I like Chris Hemsworth. Um, it wasn't a bad movie. You're right. It was as good as three, but it was better than two, yeah. Better than two, yeah. I mean, one's clearly far superior to all of them, but like three was a really good movie, too, yeah. But it doesn't quite live up to like, what the standard of three, but I mean, it was a much better movie than two was,
2: yeah. Not, I liked it. I yeah. mean, it kept going, you know, <clears throat> yeah. Some funny moments. The hammer part was really funny,
1: yeah, it was, and it was like. They even like like had a musical cue that sounded kind of superheroish and everything I was mean, it was a nice it yeah, was a nice it, wink <laughs> yeah it was it was kind
2: of neat right? yeah, yeah. so I, I, I did I I thought it was pretty good
1: yeah and I and I, I liked um I liked the story overall like I thought it was you know it didn't tell a bad story either no you no.
2: know no not at all I it was good yeah yeah funny we watched the same well doesn't surprise me but no <laughs> i watched the the uh, the seth rogan movie too
1: oh the the one with uh shirley sterron yeah is that any i, I want to watch that it looked, it. It looked really funny
2: yeah it's good yeah yeah it's like um it's funny yeah. I, I think you're going to like it. It isn't, like, full-on Seth Rogen.
1: Yeah, which, I mean, I, which, I, get, I don't need.
2: No, but... um uh, I mean, that's
1: funny from time to time, but I don't
2: need that. There's hints of it in yeah. this, um, but it's actually a really good film. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually shocked, and I was even more shocked with her. Yeah. Like, she was going to pull that off. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I... Kept definitely kept my interest the entire time. I'll give it I was watch. like, wow, it's, this is funny. I'll give it a watch. Yeah, <laughs> it was good, dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was pretty
1: impressed with it. Yeah, I'll definitely have to give it a watch. Cause it, 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 like, when it came out, I was like, eh, I mean, I don't, I won't go see a comedy in a theater anyway unless it's Kevin Smith. Yeah. So I was like, well, eh, this looks funny. I'll catch it when it's on HBO. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like my mentality with it. Yeah. And now it's on HBO. I'm like, eh, do I want to give it a watch or not? I don't know. Yeah, it's funny.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it's not blockbuster. Yeah, I don't think it's supposed to be that.
1: He doesn't really make that kind of movie. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, he makes hundred million dollar movies. Yeah, like they, they they make them for thirty or forty million, and it makes a hundred million. Yeah, you know that's what he does. Yeah, and that's what most comedies do. Like yeah. if if if, that, if that's what you do, then you're usually going to pull it off. Like most comedies are, you know, they made it for twenty thirty million. They make a hundred million. You're like, you know, wow, we we rolled it in, <laughs> yeah. You know? So, you know, there are rare exceptions with like the comedy that takes off. It's like you're just like, holy shit, you know, yeah, I made a ton of money, you know. But most of the time, that's what they do.
2: Yeah, this was good. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking funny. There's some moments in this that were uh, really make you laugh. Yeah, but it didn't go like too far. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know how how to quite explain it. You just have to watch. Yeah, it. you'll see what I mean.
1: Yeah, I want. I watched today. I plan. On, I wanted to watch Doctor Who. Okay, that was my plan, and I started watching the second episode of Doctor Who, and Jason Brigger from the History of Bad Ideas podcast put up the bat signal that the replacements was on on USA. Okay. Now I own this damn movie on DVD, and I had to turn it on anyway. Okay. You know, <laughs> you can't help yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's Keanu Reeves. It's it's you know about the the uh, strike football. It, it it's just a goofy fun movie. It's, it's, like, it's a cult classic movie at this point. Like it didn't do well in theaters, but like it found its home on on, on like the the video circuit and like on HBO, and like. It's become one of those movies. It's kind of like Armageddon. Like, whenever it's on, I find it. I just put the remote (laughs) control down, no matter what channel it's on, and I'm just going to watch it. Okay. You know? And I just love that fucking movie. Yeah. And of course, now we're all live tweeting it. Like, you know, I'm like, man, that scene where. Where uh, Falco tells the team he's 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 been cut, man, that, that hurts. That's a good scene. And they like, Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean it's it, it's funny, like I mean you know, when you find a community like you think to yourself, like, cause like, man, it's me and my old man. Uh-huh. you know. My dad watched, it. he's like, You gotta watch this, you'll think you'll you'll find it funny. I'm Like, Oh, okay. It's got Keanu Reeves it's, you know. I mean, it's got a bunch of people in it. Like yeah. after you watch it now, you're like this had an all-star cast, yeah. <laughs> you know. But at the time, they weren't all stars, right? I mean, Favreau's in this, yeah, you know. And so it's like one of those things where, like, you, you know, so I watch it back then. I'm like, damn, this is a really good movie. I wonder why I didn't, you know, catch this in theaters or something. And it became like this, like thing, like you know, with me, like where, and then you find like other people feel the same way about it. and You're like, oh shit, I'm not alone. Other people feel the same way about this movie that I do. It's like one of those like weird things where I was like. Like, it's, it's, like, one of the things that the internet is good for. Yeah. It's, like, you know, all of us were, like, hey, yeah, we all like the same movie. It's on USA. Let's all watch it together. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And, I I, I, it, I mean, if you're, and if you're somebody who's never seen The Replacements, I highly recommend it. <laughs> I really do. It's a funny fucking movie. It's, it's a good movie. It's, it's fucking, it's Keanu. Yeah. It's Keanu playing quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I still want to see John like three. Yeah. I saw that song. Is it on Stars or Epics? I, I don't know. It's on one of the channels. I fucking get now.
2: Yeah. I know.
1: Yeah, like, they, they added Epics, which like completely like because I was like I had Stars and I had HBO. And now I've got Epics, and it's like what what the fuck do I have? I don't even know. Right, right. You know. I'm looking yeah. okay for something to watch. This is just too much. This is overload. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's it. Anyway. I did watch the conclusion to um, Crisis on Infinite Earth. Okay. The CWDC show's epic crossover.
2: Uh Okay.
1: And um, I'm sure you probably saw this at some point somewhere, even though you didn't watch the shows. But they had a, a moment where... Ezra Miller's Flash showed up. Okay. And he was talking to the the CW Flash. Okay. And it was a funny moment. Okay. Because like Ezra Miller's like is this cosplay? You want you want a picture, bro? You want And he's like, "No, no, no. I'm the Flash." And Ezra was like, "The what?" And he's never been named.
3: Oh, okay. you know,
1: and, you know, and they're like and he's like, "Oh, you're me." And then he's like, Wow, look at your suit! And he's like touching his suit like it looks so comfortable and and you know oh it's soft. He's like yeah yours looks very protective. I it, it was like a funny funny moment like yeah. between like these two flashes and it was like it was like kind of like it, it, it was like it's fan service mm-hmm. but it's fan service at its best. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, I thought overall I liked the story that they told and how they told it. There's one thing that drives me nuts, I'm going to spoil this for people who if you haven't seen it, I'm but I'm surprised if you haven't in all honesty. Mm. Um, if, you're, if you if you mean if you're a fan of these shows, you probably have watched it. But the thing that that surprised me is if you read the comic book Crisis on Infinite Earth, that 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 story. Mm. At the end, like the whole point of, of of this in part was way back when DC had bought all these other comic book companies. But they continued to publish the characters' stories. So they had all these different characters that all weren't part of the same universe. Okay. And so the point of Crisis on Infinite Earth was to eventually bring everything together into one universe. Okay. That was the point of it all. Okay. So you get to this point, and at the end of Crisis on Infinite Earth, they change the multiverse into there's one Earth. Okay. There is no multiverse anymore. There's just the one Earth, okay. and it brought all these different superheroes from all these different comic books all under one banner. Now, okay. that was the entire point of Crisis on Infinite Earth Earths, and they just did it in a way that told a really good fucking story. Okay, like an epic, like one of those stories that like people talk about when you talk about when you talk about comic books. Mm. So, flash forward to now, at the end of this, they've taken all of our heroes. Now, most of them are from the same Earth. But Supergirl, for whatever reason, was put on her own Earth at the start and then brought into the Arrowverse. And Black Lightning was in his own universe that was separate from the Arrowverse. Okay. But they were all DC characters. So at the end of this, they're all now on one Earth. Okay. Which makes complete sense from the comic book standpoint. Mm -hmm. But then at the end of it, it shows you that there there is still a multiverse out there okay because they they show um earth two which is gonna be the new w b or yeah w b show Stargirl. um they they show um another earth with the uh the titans from the uh the d c universe they they show um green green lantern the fucking green lantern movie exists you know it's earth twelve and uh, you know they they show um uh, Doom Patrol—they have their own universe. And at the end of it, the last one you see is is Brandon Ralph flying as Superman. Really? Yeah, and he's like Earth ninety nine or uh, ninety seven or something, you know. But it's Brandon Routh as Superman flying, uh-huh. like like uh, iconic like over the over, like the the worlds underneath him. He's flying over the big shit. You can grin on his face. Oh, yeah, you know that Reeves did oh so well. Uh-huh. So like it was like one of those things where like. Okay, it makes sense that you brought all of our characters in the one universe, because that's what the comic book did, but you still are saying that there is a multiverse out there then. Yeah. Which doesn't jive with what the comic book did. Okay. Like, it was like a, it was like a weird thing, in my opinion. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that happened, and I'm fine with it, but it was just kind of weird that they addressed it, even. Like, you know. Right. Why can't you just say, oh, there's this one universe, here it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know either, but yeah, that I mean, but I mean it was really well done. Like I enjoyed the hell out of it. And they did some cool stuff with it. And like like even because all of our heroes are now on the same earth. They're, you know, at the end of it they they showed the Justice League table. Right. You know, yeah. And you know, cuz like it was like Oliver's sacrifice to save the multiverse was honored and, like, he, he you know, and, and now this building that they're honoring Oliver and, because at one point Blacklighter was think like, that's great and all, but like, couldn't you put this someplace, like, where people would fucking see it? It's We're in, like, some, like, abandoned warehouse. You're like, oh, no, it's not abandoned. We're using it. Uh-huh. You know? And, you know, at the end of it, he, like, he unveils the table and the chairs and each one has a symbol from one, from one of the heroes and one of them has the green arrow. Oh, yeah. So he'll have a seat at the table, even though he's passed. I mean, it, it was a like, really cool. Like, I was like, "Oh, oh, that's touching," <laughs> you know. But um, but after that, th- then they went to the realm of, no, don't do it, because they were like, "Did you see something? There was something in the rafters." I thought, like, "Yeah, it must be a rodent. I have to call it pest control." Well, the camera pans, and you see this like, like pet cage that's open. And the tag says, Gleek. And it ends with that. It ends with the super friends. You're like, oh, no, no. They really do that? Yeah, they really did that. Like, it was the worst Easter egg ever. (laughs) That is bad. I was like, oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh don't don't bring the Wonder Twins in. do yeah, Wonder Twins. It. Please don't do the one. I, I'll buy just about damn near anything with no Wonder Twins. <laughs> yeah. You know. <clears throat> Fucking bleak. I know.
2: That's rough.
1: Yeah.
0: Alright. <laughs> cool.
1: Yeah, but that was uh that was Christ's <laughs> there I I mean, you know, if you're a CW fan, if you're a fan if you're a fan of the DC Shows. I mean, you've you've watched this already, probably. Anyway, I mean, this was like a big deal. This is like a big hoodoo.
2: So Green Arrow is dead.
1: Yeah, Green Arrow. Well, cause, I mean, yeah, this was the last season for Green Arrow, so they they killed him off. Yeah,
2: really? That yeah,
1: sucks. No, it doesn't. No. No, and I mean, I mean, let me tell you why it doesn't. It's it's one of those things where like Green Arrow was for for better or worse, he was this this universe's version of Batman. Okay. Okay. And because he was this universe's version of Batman, he couldn't have a happy ending. Okay. Okay. He had to die a hero, and that's exactly what they did. And the worst part is they did it to him twice. Okay. Like in episode one of Crisis on Infinite Earth, they kill him off, but then they bring him back as the Spectre, and they kill him off a second time. Wow. Yeah. And you're just like, fuck, Oliver Queen. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's really well done. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they did it. And I hope they don't do anything like this or quite this big for a while. Because mm-hmm. that's, it's tough to, it's a tough one. It's a tough one to top. Yeah. Especially on a TV budget. Yeah. You know, I mean, they did a, and that's the thing that's impressive about it is what, you know, I mean, sometimes you look at the special effects and you go, ooh. That wasn't good, <laughs> you know. But I mean, I, I didn't like like right.
2: I, I always liked Black Lightning, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I didn't think the show was very good. Um, yeah, it just didn't it didn't jive for me for some reason. Right, I, I just I don't know. I don't know if it was effect wise that I couldn't get into it, or right. I, I was just like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This doesn't look good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. could
1: be better. It's yeah. Black lightning. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Because like they'll, they'll like on like Flash, like they'll have like you know Gorilla Grodd show up, oh. which is a cool character. They, and, they, and the way they represent him is very cool. But like sometimes you look at the special effects for Gorilla Grodd, you're like, oh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, that's not good at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yeah. That's PlayStation 2 level graphics. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You yeah. Know, man. Mm. So.
2: So what do you think they're going to do uh, DC? That you, there seems to be a little bit of hope in their future. What do you. If everything goes through. The way it's supposed to. It's supposed to. I don't. I I. I,
1: I think they, they're, they've they reached a point where they're like. This shared universe bullshit we can't pull off.
2: Okay.
1: I, I, I just, I don't see them putting themselves in a position where we're ever going to see a Justice League movie ever again. Okay. Like, I, I think they're going to do Aquaman 2. I think, you know, if Wonder Woman does well, we'll get a third Wonder Woman movie. Um, I, I think with, you know, Harley Quinn and then, you know, later on the The Suicide Squad... Movie with James Gunn. I mean, I, I think they, I think they're at a point where they're just like, let's just start throwing some, let's get away from focusing on Batman and Superman, even though we're gonna make another Batman movie because they just seem to make money, and let's start throwing out these other characters we have, just to start throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks. Okay. You know, I mean, I, I, look, the, the success that they had with Joker. You know, as as much as I I don't I didn't want to see that movie and I haven't. And but as much success as they've had, you know, and they got what, what eleven Academy Awards, including Best Picture and Best Actor. Nominations. Nominations, yeah. That's unheard of for a
2: <laughs> superhero
1: movie. A yeah. superhero movie, a comic book movie. A comic book movie. Yeah.
2: You know And an R rated movie.
1: Right. So it's one of those things where like you know, I, they can do well, you know, and I think they're that, like, they're, that the thing that this stance that they've taken is we're just going to try to tell good stories. Well, I think you could have taken that stance, you know, a few movies ago.
2: What do you think that if JJ's at the helm of this?
1: I, that's the game changer. Like, I, the thing is, like, how. What do you do? Do you completely reboot? I, I don't know. I'm
2: asking you. Yeah, I,
1: I don't know. Like, I mean, it, it, it's, it, it would be a weird thing to do because it's like you have a moneymaker and Wonder Woman with, um, Gail Godot. Why would you replace her? Yeah. You know, uh, you have, I mean, Shazam did well. Yeah. You know, it got, you know, highly regarded, um, I, I mean, the major problem is like I'll, I'll tell you, you now. Like every single one of these DC movies that does well, with the, the only one I can't say anything about is the Joker because I didn't see it. But any other of these DC movies that have done well that we like talk about and say like it was it was really good, it was good for a DC movie. The key word is we say it was good for a DC movie one, which means two. If we're comparing it to Marvel movies, it's still on the lower end. Yeah. You know, I know. I get you. Know, you. I mean, that, that's that's the thing. Like, if you compare these movies to what Marvel does, you can't come anywhere near their top ten.
2: No, you can't.
1: In all honesty, I mean, I mean, that's it, it's it's sad in a way that you you're like Marvel's st- storytelling in the movie movie realm is so advanced, <laughs> is so <laughs> superior to what DC ever tried to do. Even with the movies that you say, oh, like Wonder Woman is a good movie. Shazam's a good movie, but when you compare it to Marvel movies, you're like comparing it to like, you know, eh, Thor 2. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where's it you know, it's
2: the thing with Wonder Woman, too. It's like, you know, the whole movie was good. Yeah. And, until Ares. Yeah. And like that ending was... Weak. Yeah. But, you know, the comparison would be to Captain America, first Avenger. That's your comparison, and Cap just blows it away.
1: Right, but I mean, like, I'm a, I'm, I'm just comparing it to any Marvel movie. Like, it, we yeah. we we rank Marvel movies. Like, we we will sit there and we're like, well, let's take all 20 Marvel movies, let's rank them one to, one to 20. Yeah. And you know, and we're talking like, you know, when we get down to the bottom, we're like, you know, well, yeah, that's Iron Man three. That's uh, you know, Ragnarok. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: you yeah. know what I mean.
1: Like, you know, we, we've got some movies that we're like, oh, these are these these aren't good, but you know. They're better than most DC movies. <laughs> you yes. Know, you know. But, but so, maybe like, J.J. So,
2: can change that. Well, I
1: would hope so. Because like, you
2: know he's itching to do a Superman movie.
1: I know. He he was supposed to do a Superman movie like 10 years ago.
2: Yeah. You know. But with that the bad robot deal, you know what I mean? Like, James Gunn also on board as well. That could be a mix for a pretty good...
1: Yeah, could, but James Gunn's going back...
2: To do Guardians three,
1: right, right, I, I, yeah, I mean, you know I, what I'm I, saying, I get, I get like. Your point.
2: I mean, like, do I think that James Gunn would go to the other side? Yeah, considering how Disney treated him to begin with. Oh yeah, I
1: agree with you. I, 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 I think that's why he took the the, the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, it was like, well, fuck it. If I can't do Guardians three, these guys are willing to take me. Yeah, you know. And I mean for and us face facts, for for Warner Brothers, it was like a we really fucking need you. Yeah. You know.
2: (laughs) And I think the JJ thing will work out for them too. I mean he's he's a proven successor of making good movies.
1: I I mean look first of all, look what we did for Star Trek. Yeah. You know, and I, I mean you know you look at what he did for Star Wars. So yeah, I mean I agree with you. Like, I mean the guy can he could definitely be the guy who could save the DC cinematic universe. If it's there to be saved, right? That's the key to everything. Yeah, you know, like I don't know how you save it. Like you know, with this Batman movie, you're going from a 50 year old Batman to a 30 year old Batman, right? You know, and like, you know, if it's own, you can do that, and you're, I'm fine with it. I got no problem with it. But now, if you're trying to bring that that Batman into the Justice League.
2: Yeah, how do you explain yeah, like, that? like,
1: like how, how do you explain that shit, you know? Yeah. And, so, like, I mean, there, there are problems.
2: Yeah, I mean, Gail Godot wiped his ass pretty much in one, and now he's wiping hers. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I'm just kidding, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Right, we'll see. I, You know, I, I think whatever he does, I, I think it's actually kind of exciting. To me, if he does take the helm and starts reworking things, I mean i I would like to see, I would like to see it succeed. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not a person that says, "Ah, DC, fuck you." I mean, I'm right. not like that. Right. I mean, I enjoy the characters and what I've seen. You know. Right. There's some real. There's been some really good things that have that have come out of DC films.
0: Yeah. I mean, there are. Right.
2: Um but I would like, you know, Abrams to make that explode. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like yeah. I mean the whole thing they did with Wonder Woman was really good. Yeah. The backstory was good. Yeah. The lasso of truth was good. Yeah. Um and and there was some good stuff. The stuff they had from Aquaman was really good. I mean, it was there was some decent stuff there.
0: Yeah.
1: Um
2: and there was even good stuff within that that first superman
1: i i I will stand behind man of steel i think it's a much better movie than people say it is i I have no problem with that movie yeah like i think you're trying to take a character you're trying to reimagine him into a modern setting yeah you know he can't be the christopher reese golly shocks superman it has to be a journey for that character to reach a point of not being golly g shocked, but being that beacon of hope that we, and I think that's what what I think ultimately that's what Zack Schneider was trying to do was taking him on a journey of being kind of disgruntled, yeah, and like in the second movie, kind of being like looked at as like the problem and not the solution, yeah. To at the end of of Justice League, you know, he is our beacon of hope, right. You know, that, that, that's the journey that Superman has to go on. There's
2: some really good images that were thrown out in these movies. Like, <clears throat> uh, the funeral. Um, yeah. um, All the people worshiping him like the Messiah. Yeah. Um, There's some really good stuff there. It just was very all over the place. It was. But there were some really good images that were like, man. Yeah. Like the black coffin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there was some good stuff from bats too.
1: I mean, that, that, there's that there's that moment, like in, in the you know when in the Batmobile where you know Bruce is like, "Do you bleed?" and he finds <laughs> him, he's like, "You will." And I'm like, "Shit, that's yeah. something Batman would definitely fucking." Suck.
2: Yeah, but there was a lot of that from Batman. Yeah, and it just.
1: Pff, I don't know. Like the thing that drives me nuts is like when people are always like. Yeah, Batfleck. I'm not into that. I'm like, man, that's the best version of Batman we've had. In yeah. I mean, head. come on. You know, I, I'm disappointed I'm not getting more Batfleck.
2: I know. I thought I thought he was great as Batman. As yeah. the old that older Batman? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I was completely on board with that. Yeah. He had the part, he 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 fit the role, he talked right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was believable. Yeah. You know? I One of my favorite parts of the, that whole thing was when they fucking woke Supes up. That's one of my favorite moments in that. and, and Like, yeah. that whole scene at the statue. Ah, oh, yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Especially the Flash scene. That was fucking incredible. Yeah. Because it just shows you the power that Superman has. It, yeah. That was very... Like, that's what they did very well is they showed his power. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Especially when he was fucking running around him. And, and then all of a sudden you see.
1: Yeah, his eyes move. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I was like, ooh, shit, that's awesome. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, and uh, the, the moment where he had Batman, he was like,
1: Tommy, do you bleed? Yeah. That's badass. Yeah.
2: Yeah? So, I mean, like, there's just a lot of good stuff.
1: And he also has that line. It's a great line. You won't let me live and you won't let me die. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, there was
2: just so, there's so many good things that went on in those movies. Yeah. And it just got, I wouldn't say ruined, it just did not live up to expectations. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: But like, even like in in Man of Steel, because you get like, I mean, that, I mean, it starts there too, because there's a lot of Snyder playing with that whole messiah (laughs) complex of of Superman. Yeah. Like, the whole thing where, you know, he's talking to the priest and there's, you know, Jesus praying in the garden right before he's taken away and right behind him. You're like, oh, come on, man. That's, like, so in your face. And, like, even a moment, like, when he's leaving um, the ship and he has, you know, his arms extended, like, in the crucifix position. He's floating away from his dad. And you're just like, again, man? (laughs) <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. You get it. You know. But there's also like those great moments, like that I, that fucking moment with, you know, Jonathan Kent. He puts the hand up. Stay there. Yeah. Like, like fuck. fuck. Yeah. Son of a bitch. It was a great moment. Yeah, it was. It was phenomenal. <clears throat> you know. I know mean, I mean, it really is. I, I mean, like, like even the ending. Like people have so many issues with that ending, and like. I don't Like I love the fact That he snaps Zod's neck Yeah And it's like He has to He has to make a decision And you can see at that moment It crushes him Yeah Like it was the last thing He wanted to fucking do But Zod's telling him Like You have to fucking kill me If you don't kill me I will keep coming And coming And coming And people will die Because of you Yeah And he's like Fuck it
2: Yeah he loses it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great moment. And it, it's like, but people are like, but Superman doesn't kill. I get that. And this is the reason why, maybe.
2: Yeah. Make, make this your anchor point.
1: Yeah. He's had the suit for 10 minutes. I know. You know, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I mean,
2: yeah.
0: fuck.
1: <laughs> you know. <laughs> he
2: just got dressed. <laughs> I know. You know. He gets a pass. Yeah. Yeah. Zod is taking out half of Earth. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> he deserves a neck snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: I agree. I, I like Supes one. Yeah, I I really like and like and I like Henry Cavill as Superman.
2: Oh, so did I. I thought he was great.
1: Yeah. Like it bums me out that he may not play Superman ever again.
2: Yeah, I thought he was really good. Yeah. Oh, and that whole part on on, uh, Krypton.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh,
1: shit, yeah. With Russell Crowe and everything. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. That was, like, that was good stuff. Yeah, I don't know how you top that. Like, I really don't. Like, again, like, it's one of those things where, like, you sit there and you say to yourself, like, man, you know, at some point they're going to reboot Superman. We're going to get the origin story all the fuck over again. But... I don't know how you top what, what Zack Schneider did. That was like the ultimate version of Krypton, in my opinion. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. Like, I, it, it,
2: it was so good that you want a movie on its own.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: And, and if, if, if that little piece in the beginning is that good... Yeah. That's why I had such high hopes for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was like, holy shit, this is good. Yeah. When I first saw that... The stuff on Krypton, I was like,
0: man, that is,
2: that is fucking incredible. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for the most part, it pretty much delivered in soups. Yeah. I thought it was good. I, I didn't mind it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have many... I can't remember having many problems with it. Um, I The only problem I had a little bit with... All of it was the mechanical bat suit I had a little bit of problem with. But I know that's from the books, you say.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, that's from um, uh, The Dark Knight Returns. When, right. When he fights Superman at the end of that.
2: No, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I, I get yeah, like, to
1: me, that was like a, oh, my God, I can't believe he's wearing this. Yeah, I know. I but mean, to I, me, I, it
2: almost became too much. It was yeah. like, yeah, I, get, I understand all of it. Yeah. But it was just a little bit like,
1: eh. Yeah, to, like, I had the exact opposite reaction. Like, to me, it was like, oh, squeal! You know? Yeah,
2: yeah. But I didn't mind Batman at all. No. Not one bit. No.
1: No, no, I, I mean, I I feel they got the characters right. Yeah. It's just they told a bad story.
2: Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I feel they got Aquaman right. Yeah. I thought, I thought he was good. I... He got to be a little too much. Yeah. Um, I think he should have had more intelligent lines to say rather than...
0: Yeah! My all, man!
2: All the time. Yeah. Like, I, Aquaman. I, I just think he could... You know. It got old. Yeah. Quick.
1: Yeah, but he also wasn't Aquaman yet. That was the problem. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the whole point of the movie. It takes place afterwards, and it's like... Okay, this is him growing into who he really is. Yeah. yeah. At that point, he was still, you know. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) He was still Jason Momoa. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Tons of this Hedfield reference. (laughs) It was. It was like I was watching James Hedfield. (laughs)
1: Like
2: James Hedfield was doing the... Let me let me rephrase that.
1: James Hetfield's lines got dubbed in for, for Jason Momoa. Yeah.
2: Everything after the Black Album, Jason uh, James Hetfield.
0: Yeah.
2: I, that's what I felt like what was going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was voicing over. <laughs> yeah. Nothing before the Black Album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was always like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Coming at you. Oh, yeah. And, and, but it was constant. Yeah. It was just like, oh man, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Say something more intelligent than that. Oh yeah. Seriously. Yeah, I agree. And I got like, mommy, can you dig it? Yes. Yeah. It was like, oh, like I want more of that lasso of truth part. Yeah. And it was funny. And it was like, it was good. Yeah. I mean, it was like, it was like decent acting. Yeah. you know what I mean I was like I want more of that yeah so but I did like him and don't get me wrong I, I thought yeah. that if you were gonna pick a person to take the mantle of Aquaman that is it yeah. because when they first said they were making an Aquaman movie I, I've said it on this part oh yeah part, you, you were you were, you fucking were like fucking orange short, orange shirt and fucking porpoises fucking carrying them off and I'm like fuck this is stupid I mean like mm-hmm. this is the dumbest idea I've ever heard but it was all laid to rest, especially during the Aquaman movie, when that little kid walks into that aquarium, and all them fish were like, whoosh. Yeah. I was like, that's some badass shit. Yeah. And, like, it just, it got,
1: you know, right. it was good. Yeah. No, he, he he's not riding porpoises or narwhals. He's fucking showing up on the Kraken. <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude.
2: I was like, man, this is, this is all right. Yeah, You know? So, anyway. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't want him to change Aquaman either. I don't want him to change Wonder Woman. I especially don't want him to change the Flash. Right. Because I think he played a good Flash.
1: I do too. It's a different version of Flash. Like people say it's like more of um like Bart Allen or um Wally West ish mm. than it is really Barry Allen. I, I kind of agree with that, having read the comic books and known the character. But it's still a good. It's a good interpretation of the Flash.
2: It is, and it's a good offset to everybody else. Yeah. And and the movie needed that offset. Yeah. Because you had Batman as Mister Serious. Yeah. Gail Godot is Mrs. Serious. Yeah. Most of the time. Almost all the time. Yeah. You had yeah him, yeah. which you had to deal with. Yeah. No, seriously. Oh yeah. And then you had The Flash, which kind of broke that up.
1: You know, if you're Cyborg.
2: Yeah, Cyborg was good. Yeah. I didn't have any problems with Cyborg. Right.
1: Did you? But, <laughs> no, I didn't either. But I'm just saying, like, you know, Cyborg was also... He was kind of, like, also Mr. Serious.
2: Yeah, he was Mr. Was anyway, like, he was always Mr. Serious. Yeah,
1: there were, like, three really serious people that, that you know... Momoa trying out to, you know, to be the next lead singer of Metallica. <laughs> and you had The Flash. <laughs>
2: yeah, and I like Barry Allen. I'm Not Barry Allen. I mean, I liked... I like this ver. I liked him. Yeah, but I like the actor too, so I'm biased.
1: Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, I love the actor. Ezra Miller is very good. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's really good. Yeah, and so I hope he's still maintains being the Flash. He wants to. Yeah, I mean, he is good. I mean,
1: the fact that he showed up in Crisis on Infinite Earth, I thought was huge. Yeah, like that was like one of those things where it's like, wow, I can't believe they got him to do this because like he's only in costume for. if the scene was more than two minutes I'd be shocked yeah but still it was like it's impressive that they got him to do it yeah you know and then you know what does this mean like are they finally going to get around to doing that fucking flash movie we all want yeah you know Is that like yeah
2: and hopefully we'll get a green lantern movie that we like yeah (laughs) well it's I mean I think it's a matter of picking your story there don't you? I don't know much about, but I I know that the lanterns are pretty deep.
1: Well, I, I think with the Green Lantern, what, it, what it, I mean it, it's, I, I think first off it's gonna be who who you decide is going to be the lantern, or are you going to like? I mean the rumor is they're going to go multiple, so you you know I I, I still I still want to see them do Hal Jordan do Hal Jordan right. All right, you know that, that that's my biggest problem. It's like I, I'm such a Hal Jordan. Green Lantern fan, I want to see Hal done right, but I did you know there's an entire generation of kids who grew up with John Stewart from the comic from the cartoon series, okay? And those are the, the kids who, right now, as adults, want to see a John Stewart movie, and their voice is loud, okay? You know, and rightfully so. Like I have no, and I have no problem with a John Stewart Green Lantern. It's just like you know. I like John Stewart as Green Lantern. I like John Stewart, you know, from the Justice League cartoon. I thought he they they did a really good job with that. It's just I grew up with Hal Jordan, all right? You know, so that's who I want to see done and done. Right? So if they're going to do it, I hope they do it with both. And I hope they bring back Mark Strong as fucking Sinestro. So <laughs> You're right, because he like of all the things in that fucking turd of a movie, Green Lantern. Man, Mark Strong was like the one strong point. Oh, you know, in
2: Sinestro? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And like, even when at the end of it, when he puts on the yellow ring and he, you know, I was just like, oh, this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah? You know, I, I this is what I want to see. I want to see him go full on Sinestro, the ring of fear, and, you know, Sinestro core and all that shit. And I, you know, wasn't meant to be. <laughs> but, no,
2: it's because it was a shit film. Oh,
1: I, I rewatched that not too long ago just because it was like it was on HBO or something. I was like, eh, ah, give it a try. It was fucking. I, even I'm like, and I like a bad movie. And I, even I'm like, oh, this is such a turd.
2: Yeah, it was
1: bad. Fuck. Why do I own this? <laughs> you know.
2: So anyway, I, you know, I, I, uh, I'm hoping that it does well. Uh, the DC universe.
1: I hope it does, too. Like, I hear all the time, like, these people talk about, you know, there's a superhero bubble. And it's coming. You know, it's going to pop. And I disagree. Like, as long as you keep telling strong stories, I don't think that bubble ever bursts.
2: Nah, I don't either.
1: Yeah, honestly, like, I, I, I think... I think there's a large enough community that's invested in these movies... That, 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 that doesn't die. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, like, they, everybody likes to cite, like, well, cowboy movies went away. Well, first off, they were around for 50 fucking years.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I mean, they were
1: around forever.
2: Forever, maybe more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, but we're, you know, and they were on TV and everything. I get that. Like, you, you still get superheroes and you say, well, they're on TV too. Like, I, I, you're right. But it's like one of those things where, like, the stories got so bad. Yeah. They weren't telling as many good stories. That's why the genre died. Right. Like, I don't, I don't, as long as you're telling good stories. You have
2: an infinite collection of writing. Yeah. From comics. Yeah. I mean, I could say that. I mean, you could probably write comic, you could probably write comic book movies for the next 200 years. Yeah. No, seriously. I mean, there are so many fucking stories out there. You know? Right. It's not, you know, you know, we're not talking about, you know, Spider-Man meeting Craven in the wild for one book shot. Yeah. You know, one story. I mean, like... You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, there's just so many storylines.
1: And, and, like, and the thing is, like, there. if you look around, like, you sit there and you say, well, okay. Like, when was the last bad movie Marvel put out? Uh, probably Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. You know? I, and that... I mean, it wasn't that bad. But, like, you know... Like the problem, the problem with Thor Ragnarok is, out of all the DC, out of all the Marvel movies, it probably has the least amount of rewatchability. Correct, because because the jokes get old quick.
2: Well, I think that Thor Ragnarok should have been epic, and it wasn't.
1: Right, that's the other problem with it. But epic, yeah. But I mean, so you, but you kind of you look around, and you say like, and you look at like you know Infinity War, and you look at, at Captain Marvel, and you look at Ant Man and the Wasp, and you you know you get to fucking Endgame, and I mean and. You know, you you have you've, you've told a story, and like especially with Endgame, I mean, like, I I get why it's not up for an Academy Award for Best Picture, but I, I it should be up for an Academy Award for Best Picture.
2: Endgame,
1: Endgame. Okay, I, I I think it's that good. I really do. Okay, like, like I mean, I I I. I mean, <laughs> I thought it told an amazing story. It concluded, you know, I, I don't know if you it's think not,
2: the story was better than Infinity War.
1: No, I mean, I, but I also thought Infinity War should have been up for an Academy. I War.
2: that's what I was thinking.
1: Right? Yeah. You know, I mean, I I get point a lot of stuff. Like I thought Patrick Stewart should have been up for Best Supporting Actor for um, oh, Xavier and Wolverine for sure. that year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can point out, and I mean, so like but I, I do think like this year like I, it baffles me that Endgame isn't at least up for best picture because yeah. it was that fucking good in my opinion
2: yeah it, it should be
1: you know um, you know whether it wins or not is a whole other story but like, I, I think it should at least be a not yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but the stories are still telling are, are, are gripping stories
2: that was one story yeah but what I'm saying right. is like that was one story,
1: right? <laughs> you know yeah, I, mean? I get what you're saying, but okay. I mean, like, it, but it, it like, but there's
2: infinite, is what right. I'm saying. There's a ton of stories, out
1: right? There.
2: Good, keep going. Sorry, right? So
1: I'm, I'm just like, it, it's just, it's a matter of, can you know, as long as the writing holds up, as long as the stories that you're telling are gripping, there is no bubble, in my opinion, right? I mean, maybe some movies will do less than others. I think Marvel Marvel has a tough hill to climb right now because you've reached the end with Endgame, right? You know, and now it's like you know we're we're rolling out more B level characters that nobody's heard of and hoping you buy into this just because it has Marvel attached to it, right? Like, is the average moviegoer ready to buy back in, right? You know, and that's the key. Like with like like the um, the Eternals, in my opinion, like. Is the average movie goer like you know? Once you roll out that first trailer, are you going to grip us enough? Because it's going to have everybody's attention because you got that Marvel Studios logo at the beginning. But then, is it going to be enough that everybody kind of goes, "Oh shit, Marvel still has
2: it." Yeah.
1: Can the Eternals be their Guardians of the Galaxy again? Right. I mean, remember we all heard they were making a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah. They're going to do what? Yeah, talking raccoon. Give me. Yeah, give me a break. And you know, it was like. And you saw that first trailer, and you're like, oh, shit. Look at what they've done, a a talking raccoon in a tree.
2: That first Guardians was so good.
1: Yeah. That first trailer. I mean, that first trailer. You and I sat here and gushed about that first trailer. And it was, like, so James Gunn. Yeah. Like, with the music and everything else. And, like, to the point that, like, Suicide Squad copied the formula and couldn't get it right. Right. With that, like, the way they did the trailers with the, the music and everything else. Like, it just, like... Fell flat. Yeah. But James Gunn, he's out there just like, you know, just give you the money. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. All right,
2: look at what I did. No, it's true, though. I yeah. mean, like, Guardians, not that. How did I put this? Not that the. It, it just came. It, it, the timing was so perfect for Guardians 1. It was. Because it was just the timing that it came out. Right. It was just like. It was just, it was, it was good because it was Guardians of the Galaxy was fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you went into Guardians by like, wow, this is a fun movie. Yeah. It's really good. There's a good story here. Yeah. You know? And it, it was just, it was just a good, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. You know, it was just, it was just impeccable timing on the movie itself.
1: Right. This also helped. What? I
2: can't stop this
1: feeling.
2: Yeah, and that
0: helped.
1: Yeah, I mean, come on, like we were all singing this fucking song when that we were all like, I haven't heard this song in fucking forever. Years. And you brought it back in the with their fucking talking raccoon in the tree, blowing shit up, and I am.
2: Oh, yeah, for real. <laughs> you know, like really, soul. Yeah.
1: When, I, and that, I mean, when that hit and that Guardians logo comes around, you're just like, motherfucker.
2: Yeah, it was perfect.
1: Wait, Take my money now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. It was also a great part in the movie.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. The, I mean, I, the,
2: the decontamination of prisoners. I mean, like
1: the the, the first. Soundtrack. I mean the second soundtrack's good. Uh But it's not nearly as good as that first soundtrack. No. Like that first Guardian soundtrack is just amazing. And it's all music that you and I talked about like that was like AM Gold. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) plays this shit. But James Gunn's in love with it and made it work.
2: Yeah, every song worked. Yeah. It was great, dude. It was just Guardians One was just absolutely magic.
0: Yeah,
2: it was. It was yeah. that good. Yeah, it was just. It was. You know, it was in space, and it was just. There was so much about it that it was just. It was just so good.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like, I mean, it was like fucking. And it was nuts. just
2: filled with fucking moments. Lee Pace.
3: Oh man,
2: I know, but it was just. It was filled with moments. Yeah, like James Gunn just crafted just. An unbelievable movie.
0: Yeah,
2: <clears throat> I mean, to the first meetings. Yeah. To Groot, to the death of Groot, sort of. Yeah. That whole th- that whole oh, fucking that thing whole inside we, of we him.
1: Are Groot. Oh fuck yeah! Like in
2: the bubble yeah. to protect them. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. You, I mean, you you got Weepy from a fucking raccoon. Yeah twice yeah in that film yeah you know what i mean maybe three times yeah when he got drunk that was a pretty touching moment yeah but um yeah and he did well on the third i mean the second sorry third yeah the yondu part lives in infamy oh yeah there is nothing better i i don't and to this and i i've stated it before but there I, I've seen some really good writing. You know what I mean? Like, really good stuff. Yeah. But him holding on to Quill, saying that to him?
1: Oh, he may, he may that, be your that father, may be, but he ain't your daddy. That
2: may be oh. one of the best lines I have ever heard in a movie in my entire life.
1: And it's fucking delivered by Michael Rooker.
2: Correct. <laughs> and, like, you're breaking down in a movie from yeah. Michael Rooker.
1: Yeah. You would have thought that, ever.
2: But he ain't your daddy, boy. Yeah. Oh. I mean, like, I'm getting
1: teary now just even fucking thinking about it. I and mean, you on top of that, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah.
2: he's so innocent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like he's this badass and he's, he's got his ways, and you know. But he's so fucking innocent at the same time. He just wants to be some kind of dad to this kid that he never. Yeah. He always had it in him to be that dad. It just it was just a shame that it was came out at at weird times. I don't know how to describe it. Like he always protected him. Yeah. But never let him in. Right. And then he finally lets him in. Right. At the end. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Man, that was some good shit. Even when they fucking he turned into Pac-Man. I was like, dude, that's badass, too. <laughs> I mean, like, but what I'm saying is, yeah. like, it was all that 80s. Like, it was just yeah. so, it, it was just, it was good.
0: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> Even the CGI on Russell looked good. Yeah. There was not, you know, it was weird. Yeah. But it still looked good. Yeah. You know. That's why, I mean, like, if Gunn goes to the DC, he might be doing some good shit over there. We'll have to see with the squad. Let's see what he does with the squad.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued because, I mean, like, <laughs> he went deep in the vault. Like, I mean, fucking polka dot man somewhere in this movie. Like, who the fuck brings out polka dot man? It's <laughs> yeah. like, nobody does. Yeah. You know, but James Gunn is like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing this. You know. Yeah. I'll bring out King Shark. We'll do that. Like, what?
2: Yeah, but he's like, I got this. And, I'm, yeah. and, I'm, and he's good at it. So...
1: But sometimes I wonder, in all honesty, like, like, it's great that you want to delve, like, you want to be that guy who's like, yeah, I want to delve deep down the rabbit hole and pull some characters out from, like, who are, like, D-level villains who, like, serve no purpose the majority of the time, but I can use them. Sometimes it worries me that you're trying too hard to be hip like that. Okay. You know what I mean? Like... And that's the only thing that worries me. It's like, hey, I mean, this is a pretty big cast. It, You know, some of the characters I've heard that they're using, I'm like, you know, oh, man. Like like, like Polka Dot Man, I'm like, uh, I, I hope his head gets blown up early. <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 But, like, sometimes I just want, I you know, I, I also look at it and I think to myself, man, man, I just hope it's in a situation where it's just like James Gunn, like, you know, trying too hard to be, like, that guy. Yeah. Like, look at how much I know. Yeah. You know. Okay.
2: Eh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah.
1: I mean, it'd be like having like fucking Egghead show up. Egghead. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. From Batman sixty six, we're just gonna you know do a whole CGI thing with fucking uh old what's his name. <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get it.
1: Yeah. And we're gonna rec- recreate Egghead.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I. I think it'll be pretty good.
1: Yeah. All right, so while well, well, we got this this Marvel DC stuff going on, yeah, a couple of trailers dropped this week. Yeah, so um, let's start with the first one, though, for for Morbius. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Really, I mean, I mean, it doesn't look bad. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't like you know, oh, this looks fucking awful. But I was more shocked to see Michael Keaton in this trailer than anything else. Yeah. They're
2: tying in some things.
1: <laughs> I found it interesting, like like, because like the thing I know is like you know Sony owns Spider-Man, right? You know, so it's like technically Spider-Man: Homecoming and Spider-Man: Far From Home were both Sony productions, with Marvel tagging along for the ride, right? So I find it interesting that they're like you know, oh fuck it. We're gonna tie it into any way we want to, because we're only making one more fucking movie. You get to have him appear in one other film other than the mo- this movie, so we're gonna tie our own universe together with Spider-Man. Yeah, you know, and there was even a picture of Spider-Man. Now, it was like I, people say it was a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man in the background of one scene where you know murderer spray painted over right. it. but still, it was, it was that Spider-Man. ties into the last one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was like, and you have Keaton. Apparently is the vulture. I I was like, "Wow!" And it also sets up as like like Are you setting up a sinister six? Yeah. I, I, mean, I know. Like, there's a nut- bunch of different shit that like went through my mind the second I saw Keaton on screen because it's like, "Holy fuck!" That that's nuts.
2: It is. But outside of Keaton, the Morbius trailer is really good i liked it i like what they're doing with it i never read it yeah i was eh, who did no i'm just kidding <laughs> but i mean like <laughs> but uh but what i'm saying is like it's kind of cool um i think it looks really good uh, it looks like it's well crafted yeah um it's a long trailer
1: yeah, it, it threw a lot at you too.
2: Yeah, I, I loved how you got the the echo sense and yeah, I thought that was badass. I thought that was one, that was probably one of my favorite parts of the trailer. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it looks it looks pretty good. Lido looks good as Morbius. Yeah, uh, I think he can act it.
0: Yeah, I
1: mean, and that's I don't, a, I don't that's think
2: the that's thing. the problem. I mean, I think I'm more worried about what the script's going to be like versus what the what is going to do with it. Right. I mean, you know.
1: Well, I, 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 the, the two things I find very interesting is like Sony has gone out and gotten high-end actors for these roles. Yeah. You know, they go and get Tom Hardy for Venom. Yep. Which was, like, huge. Yeah. And we were all shocked that Tom Hardy was doing Venom. Right. Like, we, we really were. Like, of all the shit Tom Hardy could get into, he's, he's doing Venom. Yeah. Like, Sony had to have backed up the Brinks truck. Yeah. You know, and and while Jared Leto, like I get it, like he's not as high end as as Tom Hardy, he's an Academy Award winning actor. Yeah. You know, number one. So that that, that's a big deal. And I mean, and he he picks his roles very gingerly, I guess, is the only way I could put it like he he doesn't he doesn't go run he won't just do anything. Right. So like when he picks a role and and he's wanted to do comic book movies. Yeah. Like people don't remember or know this, but I mean he was up for Green Lantern. Like he
2: he didn't take that script.
1: Yeah, but But, he but he was in the running for it. Yeah. Um. You know. uh, I think he was up for Superman too. Mm. You know. But I mean, so it's like one of those weird things where, like, you know, he has you know before he even got the Joker, he has been trying to dip his toe. He you know he is a fan of the genre.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. From what I understand. So, the fact that he's coming back to a comic book movie, like he was supposed to do Bloodshot. And then he came around and, you know, I guess that fell through and now he's doing this. And I just found the whole thing very interesting that, you know, he's a very good actor that Sony's probably thrown a, a good bit of money at. And, you know, here he is take, taking this role and it was like, you know, OK, you know. Yeah. I, I wasn't a huge fan of Venom, but it wasn't that bad. Like I didn't think it was a bad movie. No. You know, so, I I mean, I I have... I
2: I thought Tom Hardy did actually very well in that movie.
1: Yeah, I I don't have high hopes for for Morbius, but, like, my interest is more piqued by how this all connects. Yeah. Like, like that's where you hooked me. Like, I wasn't, like, into this movie. I I have to go see it no matter what because it's Leto. Yeah. You know, Nancy's just going to take me kicking and screaming. Yeah. You know, no matter what. Yeah. But you hooked me with the second, like... Like it was smart because it was like, oh shit! Yeah. Now I have to go back and rewatch that trailer and look for other Easter eggs. and That's where I see like the poster was, you know, because I'm but I'm so distracted by like, there's fucking Michael Keaton. Yeah,
2: I know. Yeah. But it's always good to see Michael Keaton on the film.
1: Always good to see Michael Keaton. Right,
2: but especially as yeah. that vulture character.
1: Yeah, but I mean that that but that's the thing that hooked me though is like more more than like I mean, you're right like the trailer doesn't look that bad and, and like when he has the full makeup on it looked good, but like. It was more. It's more or less the the thing that has me interested is how are you connecting all of this without saying Avengers?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Without saying without saying any name that you really can't say, how are you tying this all together so it kind of works? Yeah. It- there's a real tightrope. I'm interested to see you walk. Yeah, yeah. You know. Hey, maybe they can do it. I, I- I'm sure they can. I'm sure they have a plan. For once. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. you know, but I mean, it's it. it but it was like, it was it like it's one of those things that were like, wow, okay. His his M O is he was anti Tony Stark, anti Avengers because of what happened to him and the whole reason he's in jail is because he was using stolen alien technology. Like, like, how are you gonna play that? Yeah, that you, tightrope. You've
2: introduced. Like, you've already introduced Scorpion.
1: Yeah. Like, how are you walking I, – I, that's just what I want to – how are you walking this tightrope? Because, mm-hmm. man, that that is a major inclusion. And, and, I mean, even, like, with the whole thing with, like, you know, Spider-Man like, Murderer. Like, man, how are you walking this tightrope? Yeah. Because, like, you know, Far From Home includes – I mean, a lot of Avengers stuff in it. Yeah. You know, anyway, you're you're going to walk this tightrope, and that's where you're, my, my interest lies now is – how are you going to do this? Yeah. You know,
2: well, you think about it too. I mean, you've introduced, you've introduced, um, Scorpion. Yeah. You've introduced the Vulture. Yeah. You've introduced, what's his name?
1: Uh, Venom.
2: No, not Venom. Well, yeah. But Tinker, Shocker.
1: Tinker, Shocker. Shocker. Yeah.
2: Do you know what I mean? Like, oh
1: yeah, I mean you're well on your way to us doing a form of a Sinister Six movie. I
2: mean it's there. Yeah. Um, I mean it's definitely there.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean you, you know that they're well on their way. Like I, I'm not doubting that, it, but it's just it's one of those oddball things. Where, but like so much of. These characters that they're putting into this movie, even if it is a cameo. If that's if that's all Keaton does in this movie, is to show up for that one scene and say, "Hey Doc," it's still a connection.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, like how are you connect? What's the what's the connective tissue? How how are you connecting this without saying those magic words that you're not allowed to say?
2: Right. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah.
1: That's that's what has my interest peak because. You're you're playing it you're you're basically saying it's two separate universes but they're one at the same time somehow, but we really can't say it really is because we're not allowed to. All right. Or are we allowed to? Is that part of the deal that they've reached with Marvel? That they can kind of acknowledge that the MCU exists. Like that these are the things that these are the questions I want answered. You know, I'll have to see the movie to find out. But like to me it's like Man, it's a whole bunch of magic words you're not allowed to say, and I don't know how you work around that based on what you're doing. Yeah. You
2: know. No, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I just... Yeah. It's very interesting.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: But I think it, the movie itself, I think, looks pretty good.
1: It certainly... I not- don't
2: know. You know, it's funny. It's You know, it was a long trailer, but it didn't really give you a whole lot. It, bega- it kind of gave you a backstory of him. Yeah. It does. It gave you no direction on where this movie's going. No, not at all. It just gave you a lot of backstory on him.
1: Yeah, this is this is who the character is.
2: Yeah, and that's pretty much it. It doesn't say anything else about
1: anything. Yeah,
2: except for Michael Keaton showing up at the end. Yeah, and you don't know where they're going with that.
0: Right. So yeah.
2: So I, I'm intrigued by it.
1: But Venom, kind of, you look back, like Venom was kind of the same thing. Yeah. Without Michael Keaton. But it was kind of the same thing. Yeah. You know, you know it, it, it didn't, like, show you who the villain was or what the story was. It was just kind of like, okay, yeah, here's Tom Hardy, and this is what he's playing. Yeah. You know, and you know when you finally see Venom at the end, you're like, oh, it doesn't look that bad.
2: I, I thought that Venom looked amazing. Yeah. And the voice was great, too. Yeah. Which was done by Tom Hardy. Right. Um. I mean... Really, anything Tom Hardy does is is good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah.
2: Like, I don't know. Did they sign him for another Venom or
3: I, but,
1: any
2: kind of crossover or?
1: I mean, I know he has a three-picture deal to do Venom. I don't know if they, you know, I, I I don't know, but I'm I'm sure once again. I mean, you know,
2: and 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 you have to think too is where are we going at with this? I mean, are we are we doing a Spider-Man-Venom team up against Carnage? Are we doing, you know, is Venom going to be the bad guy uh, for Spider-Man? They're not setting it up like that.
1: Right, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of interesting aspects to it. And I mean, and they, they, they played loosely with Venom's morality. Yeah. Like, in all honesty, the only reason he fought for the Earth is because he didn't want to go home because he's a nerd. Right. You know? <laughs> you know. That was yeah. it. Like, yeah, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of not liked at home, so I think i want to stick around here. You're right. You know.
2: As being but, one of the most powerful beings on,
1: yeah, on earth. Yeah. Yeah. If we can get rid of the guy who's much more powerful than me, I could be King Kong. <laughs> <You know?
2: laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're right.
1: Uh,
2: but he's good. I mean like yeah. he's just those moments with him when they did the cgi for venom yeah do you know what i mean
0: right we're
2: just so good
1: yeah it was i i i yo no i i I thought i I thought the movie looked like my, my complaint certainly isn't with the cgi except that the fight at the end where i couldn't tell who was who yeah yeah you know other than that like yeah i looked at the cgi and i thought you know i mean you know venom looked amazing yeah i was really impressed by it i thought it looked even better on michelle williams yeah you know yeah i was yeah. like oh my i'd, I'd hit
0: that
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also too the, the convos the conversations yeah. between him and tom hardy were oh, absolutely yeah. amazing yeah i agree i mean it was just i i felt like i was i, I was watching a comic book right
1: and he's like go out the window I'm like, I, I can't do that like, pussy <laughs> yeah, yeah. That kind of funny you
2: know yeah i mean like but it was just I'm gonna rip his head off. No, don't. No, we no, no. can't do that. No. Yeah. yeah. You know. It's good. Yeah. It was good. All right. So anyway.
1: So the other trailer that we saw was a uh, Black Widow. Yep. An official Marvel movie. <laughs> um, yeah, an official Marvel yeah. movie. What did you think of this? Uh, this was kind of an interesting second trailer. I thought.
2: Um I liked it yeah, um I'm interested in it. I want to see it looks like a good story it's gonna be action packed I'm hoping
1: like, <laughs> you know I mean? let, me, let me ask you this question because like, this is kind of like you have seen other people kind of post this, huh, like yeah, it looks like a good movie, and I'm interested to see it, but like does it excite you? Yeah. like like like, are you excited to see this movie, or is it just like, yeah, I like Black Widow? This looks half decent. I can't wait to see it.
2: Yeah, more like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not excited to see this movie by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm intrigued to see this movie. Like, I, like it has my interest. I like Black Widow. I, I like Scarlett Johansson's version of Black Widow. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I, I I'm glad she's getting a solo movie. I, I wish she wasn't dead.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think that's the downer, right?
1: Yeah, because it's taking place in the past. Yeah, you know, I mean, apparently, you know, there's also a Robert Downey Jr. sighting in this movie. Oh,
2: really?
1: Yeah. So, but I mean, that's the is thi- he talking to animals? No. <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> I've heard that thing's a fucking stinker. that's a shame. Yeah. But um. So it's like one of those, but it's what? So it's one of those deals where it's like you, you kind of know, like, there's no, there's no danger to our protagonist, right? You know, she is not, you know, she is never. no matter how much peril it looks like she's in, we know she's going to survive because we know when she dies. Yeah. You know, which is always a problem with some sort of prequel like this. But at the same time, the character is so interesting, I'm willing to give it a shot, but I'm just not, like, excited about seeing this movie as I would be maybe another Marvel movie.
2: Right. I get that.
1: Yeah. Like it's the, it's not going to take us any further. Like I don't see where this can like progress the story or begin to begin the story of the next phase. All right. Like what's the next step in the? Yeah,
2: this seems more of a filler. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. But it still looks good.
1: No, no, I, I agree with you. I mean, it, it just it has a lot working against it that doesn't excite me about the movie. Right. Like, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be good. I'm sure I'm going to like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, it doesn't have me, like... I'm not counting on the days to when it comes out. No, I'm not. No, I hear
2: you. you no, know,
1: Even Captain Marvel I had more interest in. Yeah. I don't know if it's because, like, you know, I wanted to see what they do with Captain Marvel. Yeah. You know, but again, it, but it was a prequel. had a lot working against it because you knew she was going to survive. You knew, you know... Sam Jackson was going to survive. You're just going to lose an eye. You know, I mean, there was a, yeah. there was just a lot that you were like, well, I kind of know how this ends. So, why am I so excited to see it?
2: Yeah.
1: Or with this, I just don't even have that level of excitement because the character is not fresh. Maybe. Yeah. You know, but, but I'm getting David Harbour.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. yeah gonna decide, like, I, I, David Harbor's there. Um, Aside, still staying with the Marvel thing, um, Jared said something pretty interesting today that <clears throat> he was like, "You know what? They shouldn't even make an X Men movie." I was like, "Really?" And I said, "Well, I told him I was like, they're gonna wait probably four years yeah. at least to make it and before they reboot X Men." He was like, "He was like, they shouldn't even do it." And he was like, "I was like, what do you mean?" And he was like, "They should just do it as a series." Like on, you know, Netflix or whatever. Right. Or Disney or, you right. know, whatever. I was like, really? I was like, yeah. And he was like, as a series, you can do so much more character development than you can in a movie. And it was like, he said, the, are, the X-Men are so complex and each one has this story to tell. And he was like, you can do that pretty well in a series versus an entire movie. What do you think about that?
1: I, I think it's right for any character. Though, yeah, like I mean, you're right. Like the the X Men are more complex, and yes, a series does do them more justice than a two two and a half hour movie certainly does. Because because at this you reach a point like it's the star it's the Star Trek syndrome. Yeah, like you have a cast of seven main characters, but there's only three of them that you really give a damn about. Yeah, like the other ones you care about, but there are three main main characters. You know, this is the problem X Men has is you know. So it's like, it's it was Charles, it was Magneto, and Wolverine, and Wolverine. You know, all the other characters were they were there and they were important, but they were never going to get the attention and love that they needed and deserved because they don't serve the overall arcing story of these three characters. Right. You know,
2: but that's don't you agree that that's been the problem with X Men is they've always focused on those main three.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, I I think the Charles and and Magneto story that became more of a surprise. Okay. To me, like, I, I don't think they like ever wanted it to be about those two characters.
2: Yeah, but it just continued. Right, because and continued. Right, but and co-
1: continued because after the first movie, that's where the people were like. We want more of this. We want more of these two characters. Yeah. And Wolverine because everybody just loves Wolverine and you need to put him in everything.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like I mean that was just the Marvel way. But I I think the the thing that came out of that first X-Men movie that people talked about was Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellum. Yeah. Like their performances were so spot on and so good. And that like they played that relationship so well. I think it kind of took everybody by surprise. To the point, like, when they get to, like, well, we're going to reboot this with First Class, we have to focus on these two characters because they're so damn important to people, apparently. Right. You know, and yes, I'd like to see them, re- like, redo the franchise, and I want to see those characters take a step back and other characters get an opportunity to shine. Yeah. You know, it's just a matter of who are those characters? Like, who who do you care about that you would, you would be willing to let Charles and Magneto take a step back to? Yeah. Alright, so. Let's go ahead and dip our Tony old Mailbag.
0: Okay. Mailbag! Boop, boop.
1: And, as always, we start with a good friend, superfan, Thad. Hello my two favorite boo-boo kitty fucks. I love the Gwyneth Paltrow Pussy Candle. I bought ten of these at seventy-five dollars a pop. You're nuts. Um, I'm not getting into all that. That's just that's just nasty, and I want to wash my brain out with Clorox for having read it. <laughs> I don't know why the PNP broadcast doesn't have their own line of candles. I have a few ideas. How about a dritz poo smelling candle? Ooh, nobody wants that. How about a Sean Candle that smells like biscuits and gravy? Well, that would just make me hungry. <laughs> yeah. Ian's scent would be Marlboro Man Candle. Wow. Uh. Wow, Marlboro Man. Nah, I'm not going to say that. Otters would smell like cactus and bullshit. <laughs> and Super Than's Candle would smell like KY, goat, and regret. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That, that that makes sense. And again, I would not want to have that in my home. Uh, do you think I'm on to something here? No. No. I'm pretty excited. Disney is working on National Treasure 3. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see what was on page 54. So, apparently, in, in a an ongoing alert... <laughs> Okay. You know, the, the the story that refuses to die, Disney is thinking about doing a, a, a National Treasure 3, and they've hired the guy who did Bad Boys for Life to do the script. Wow. Yeah. I, at this point, do you even care about a National Treasure 3? No. Neither do I. Like, the first two were fun. I liked them. They put out a third one. I'll enjoy it, I'm sure, but... I just don't care if this gets done or not. No? Nah. No. Okay. Okay, time to go. I have Tim locked in the shed. I tricked him with a Sean-smelling candle, and the dumb bastard fell for it. I need to let him out so he can write in this week. Okay. So next up, we have our good friend, The Otter. Better known as Super superfan, Tim. Hey, Pittsburgh nerds. Sorry for missing last week. I had an unfortunate run-in with a shed in Beaver County. Fucking weird shit in there. Okay. That's that shed. He, yeah. He's building off of Thad's story. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, the joke doesn't work when I have to explain it. <laughs> nice. Ian. Yes. Trust in the force, my Jedi homie. <laughs> The number of troopers will definitely pick up. If I may suggest something, pay close attention to using the parry skill early in the game. Okay. It becomes important when you start to get up against the big baddies. I just finished it a couple weeks ago, and the story is cool and worth it. But I agree that the parts where you are Tony Hawking down a muddy hillside is lame sauce. Yeah. It is. It gets amazingly frustrating. It gets a little better when you do learn to double jump. I tried to just burn through the game to get through the story, and about three fourths of the way through, I went back to some of the planets I didn't fully explore. Once some force abilities are unlocked, I was able to double my sim packs, which is a huge, which was huge in finishing the game. BD One might be my favorite droid of all time.
3: <laughs>
1: he is awesome. Just his movements and stuff like that are so cool. I agree. So did you go back to playing Fallen, Fallen Order, or are you, you still cop-heading it? No, I went back to it. Okay. So Otter says, keep on keeping on. It'll get better. I <laughs> know. Yeah. So Gwyneth Paltrow has a candle, huh? I'm sure that candle doesn't smell like her box. That's what she thinks it smells like. (laughs) All those Hollywood types think their shit or vaginas don't stink. Don't get me wrong, I have never sniffed Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. But if I may, I would like to fashion a guess. Maybe it smells of Tony Stark's rusty lower rudder. (laughs) Maybe avocado and pretension. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I fucking hate celebrities. <laughs> Except for the naked ones. I seriously was going to buy one one for Beaver as a gag gift. But $75 is way too much money for me to get a chuckle. Wow. Wow,
2: that's an expensive fucking candle.
1: Yeah. You're right about Last of the Mohicans. It is a masterpiece. Even without the PNP sliding scale. <clears throat> and I love the score. I was thinking the same thing as you guys. Maybe the greatest score of all time up with Star Wars and the instrumental stuff from Top Gun. Wow, indeed. Yeah, I said it, Top Gun. And not just the Kenny Loggins Love Fest. That score is awesome, and they have been using a variation of it in the new movie trailers. I I will agree, like, that, 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 um anthem i guess is the best word to use for it okay that is cool like i mean you know and like uh, i i do dig that I, I i have noticed that in the trailers as well it's like that kind of a reoccurring thing from the the first movie which i was really happy with but that's a bold statement to put top gun up there oh, yeah you know I, it's a good instrumental don't get me wrong but but, yeah, I mean, as far we're not going to gush about Last of the Mohicans. We did it for like 45 minutes last week. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for a Mohicans TV series. There's a whole series of books based around Hawkeye. I think there are five books. I read Last of the Mohicans, which falls somewhere in the middle. I read it a shit-long time ago and haven't seen the movie in forever. But I just remember the, the two being crazily different. I could be wrong, and my reading comprehension could have been way off, but it seems a ton different. Too long ago to drudge up facts, and frankly, I'm not reading that shit again. (laughs) The book was a fucking chore. It goes into the most incredible amount of detail I've ever read about the topography and geology of the area. Just page after page describing the fucking rock face. It puts Tolkien to shame. The Two Towers is a graphic novel compared to this damn book. Anyway, I would love to see a series about that area era. It was a big period for us in Western Pennsylvania. It was. It was. I mean, the, the French Indian War that was a a very big deal. I mean, you know, um, you know Washington's crossing mm-hmm. that took place during the French Indian War here, the Monongahela River.
3: <laughs>
1: you know, they have a big placard about it in Kennywood. Yeah. Um. So, pretty much at this point, any reshoots for New Mutants are impossible, right? I mean, Arya Stark looks a ton different now than three years ago. They're going to have to let it roll with what they have, and I'm sure what they have is weak sauce. Any, any retort to that? Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we, we shall see. Watch Don't Fuck with Cats on Netflix. I've heard That heard about is this, all too. about that. <laughs> And this is where I got that question from. Anyone excited for Black Widow? Didn't think so. <laughs> we discussed it. I knew I saw it somewhere. Yeah. And lastly, we have a surprise write in from our old friend, the Stork,
3: mm. better
1: known as the Besotted Geek. Okay. The stork writes in a P and P, long time no letter. Figured I'd pick up the slack from other super fans. <coughs> cough, otter, cough, and send in something. If nothing else, hopefully it'll cancel out the perversions of superfan Thad. No, nothing will cancel out the perversions of superfan Thad, my friend. So Rush, huh? They're the ones that saying that today's Huck Finn song? Wow. Yeah, wow indeed. They were mentioned a lot in that overrated book, Ready Player One, right? The movie was decent. Anyways, not a big fan of the band. You know, I I hate, hate, hate when these guys go out of their way to poke the bear. (laughs) Right. And he knows I want to say something. He knows it. Still haven't seen Star Wars. <laughs> There's a shocker. I mean, you can probably go see it now, my friend. I'm sure the crowds aren't that big. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you can probably get a decent seat with nobody around you except for you and Peacock. I am excited for Picard, however. Go figure. Yeah. I usually don't get pumped for stuff this far away, or at all really. We at the Nest can't wait. Now they just need to do a Pike show or miniseries. Now that I would get behind. Yeah, doing a Pike show. Come, come, come on. <laughs> <laughs> get an itch. Yeah, I would. I would love to see them do a, like a Pike Enterprise show. Yeah, that would be awesome. Anson Mount deserves it. Yeah, it would be good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with Ian concerning New Mutants. Okay. Although, I must admit, Sean had a good point about the studio not going back and fixing it. But since that usually leads to an even shittier movie, I'll take my chances. If it's not pure horror, so be it. I like seeing mutants using powers in my X movies I don't hate any of them. One is dated. Three isn't that great. Some of the Wolverine's ones were a bit shit at times. But I can live with them all. Okay. Okay. I respect that. I I
2: just... We'll see what happens with this movie.
1: Yeah. Birds of Prey looks like bat shit. Pun intended. Fun. Hopefully more fun than Shazam. It's like DC fans will look beyond the scars and latch on to anything that's halfway decent just because they, we have gotten so much shit lately. I don't think Aquaman was great either. 90% of Wonder Woman? That's what DC has that can measure to an average Marvel movie. It sucks. But there it is. I'm all on board for Battenson, but they need more than a Batman movie to do well. I agree, I mean, we, we, we discuss this at length. But I, 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 I mean, he, I disagree with you. I, I, I think, I get your point. Like, maybe I'm, I I like Shazam more because it's not as bad as others. You know, and, you know, I, 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 I think Wonder Woman was a good movie. I agree, like 90% of it. Like we said, And once you get to Aries, it's like, fuck, that's bad.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. But yeah, I mean, as we said, I mean, you know. That, that, that these any of these good movies that we talk about would end up in the bottom, the bottom third, the bottom quarter of a yeah. of a Marvel list. I
2: mean, I would put Ant Man and Wasp on that level of Shazam. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's well, not Ant Man and Wasp, but Ant Man period. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's as good as Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Right. Um. But I thought it was a really good movie. I can't believe I'm saying that.
0: Yeah.
2: Because, you know me, I'm
0: yeah.
2: I've never been a Shazam fan. Yeah. Um, but this was actually good. And I think it was because of him, the actor. Yeah. Um, but Shaz- Shazam was good. I yeah, to, I think I both versions.
1: Admit. I mean, the kid was good. As well, like I mean, I, I bought the kid.
2: I, I did. I bought him too. Yeah. And and like you know, it wasn't. It's funny with that movie. It was it was pretty. It had some depth to it. Yeah. Um. More than I thought it would have depth. Yeah. And, and you know, the movie was really about the kid, the brother. Yeah. Well, the you know his adopted yeah. brother. You yeah. know what I mean? And um. It was just good all around, and I, I think it ended well. I think it ended really cool. Yeah, you know, and it was like it was almost like a feel good story.
1: Yeah, because it was all about family and him and you know Billy Bastion finally accepting family. Right. You know, and you know he has a staff like say my name. And they're like Billy. Like no, my other name. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, but like you know when I mean I would admit like when they said Shazam and they that there was there was the the. The, the Marvel family, the, the, you know, the, cat, the, the Shazam family, I got goosebumps. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I'm not a huge Shazam fan. I'm not going to pretend like I am. But I know enough about the character and the, the you know, that, like, that was a big moment. Mm. You know, and I was just like, oh, shit, they did it. They fucking did it in the first movie. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. down, you know. Yeah. I mean, that, that was where I was at. Like, I was like, oh, shit, I can't believe they went this way. And...
2: But it continued on to the lunch table at the end, the very end of the movie where they were all sitting together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As a family.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah.
2: And then he shows up. Yeah. And Soups is there. Yeah. Which is a really good... Yeah. Nod.
0: Yeah, it
1: was.
2: Yeah. Not corny at all. No. Like, it was really played very well in that film. Yeah. You know, just... Has his milk? And I, and yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I always love. There's a moment I, I I can't remember which. I think it was in Justice League Unlimited. You know, because Shazam's in that, and they they like everybody finds out that it's really a kid, and they're all like, "Well, how did this get past us?" And Batman's like, "I knew." <laughs> And everyone's like, look at Batman, like, so you let a child? He's like, he's no fucking child. Right now he is. But when he says the magic word, he ain't no fucking child. Yeah. <laughs> he's as powerful as Superman. Is yeah. he? Well, he, here's the thing that... The thing you have to remember is Superman's... One of Superman... Superman has two weaknesses. Kryptonite and magic. Okay. Really? Yes. Okay. So, in a fight... Shazam is as powerful as Superman because Shazam's power is based upon magic.
2: Oh, I see. Yeah.
3: Okay. All right. All right.
2: You know. I'm following. Is,
1: yeah. So like, 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 there are times where like Superman has to fight Black Adam. He's at a disadvantage because Black Adam's abilities are based upon magic. Okay. okay. You know. So like, like, anytime magic ends up happening, like, Superman's usually like, yeah, I'm gonna set this one on. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm going to church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, so it's interesting. Like, like that—that's that like one of those things where, like, you know, two weaknesses. One of them is Like, it's like one of those weird things they wrote into the into the comic books, like in the fifties, for some reason, and it just kind of stuck around. But so, like, there, since there are so few characters that have magic, the ones that do, like, Superman's usually like, yeah, fuck, I gotta fight Black Adam again. Damn it. This is going to hurt. Yeah? <laughs> yeah.
2: So Shazam is as strong as Superman.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously he doesn't have the same wide array of, of abilities. But like from a power standpoint, yeah, he is. Who would win? I, I think at the end, it's still Supes. Mm-hmm. I mean, only because he soups. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's not a twelve year old kid in the body of a thirty year old man. Okay, I get that. you know. I mean, even though he does have the wisdom of Solomon, yeah, like it, it's just it's one of those things where like, and I like the I like the way they play because they did they did it in the cartoon, and I like the way they played it again like in in the movie where like it is still like he does he doesn't change, it's still Billy Bastion just in a big like it, in, it's like big. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's still a 12-year-old kid. He's just in this body. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so, yeah, he could get bamboozled. Yeah. You know, he can get, you know, outsmarted because he hasn't had the experience that Superman does or some of his villains do even. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and that's the disadvantage that Billy Bastion has. Like, so in the end, they get a fight. Like, it's probably a fair fight. They're equals... But Superman wins the fight just because he has the experience that, that Billy Bastion doesn't.
2: In the Shazam books, does he ever go beyond a twelve-year-old child?
1: Oh yeah. Like there, like- there, there's a, a series. It's a great series called Kingdom Come, uh. where, like, it takes place in the future and like shit's fucked up and Superman's like, gone off and like the other heroes kind of fall apart because. Superman's a leader, yeah, and like he gets brought back, and like you know the heroes that are around have kind of gone rogue, and so he's trying to bring justice. And Lex Luthor's like, <laughs> he's like, the man has to be stopped. And it's not like a, from a Legion to Doom standpoint of like you know like typical Lex Luthor. It's like he's run amok, He's running a prison. He you know th- we th- this can't happen on United States soil, and like. Bruce Wayne is kind of backing him, and Bruce Wayne's secret weapon is Shazam. Okay. But he's a grown-ass man now. Okay. You know, and so like at one point, like, they're fighting. Like, Superman's fighting Shazam, and, like, like, he's got the better of him, and, like, he just looks up at and goes, Shazam. And the lightning bolt hits Suits, and you're just like, oh, shit! You know? Really? Right. Yeah, like, it's, like, really well done. Like, it's good. It's good shit. Like, it's a, first of all, it's a great comic, and like the art of the maze, because it's done by Alex Ross, okay. You know, so like the, all the art is like you know, you are like oh fuck, this looks good. But from a storytelling standpoint, it's like really good. It's like, it, it's, it's the Superman like that people will talk about, like the Kingdom comes Superman because like he'll wear like the the blue and the red, but the the the, the crest with the S mm-hmm. is black, okay. You know, because. Like he lost Lois and he's not the same Superman. It's like it's like really cool. Like there's a lot of good I, I I highly recommend reading that book. Huh. It's like okay. really, really well done. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
2: All right. What's so, in man, this shit?
1: That's that's let's, let's wrap this shiznit up. All right. All right. Well, first off, I want to throw a shout out um to a, a new friend.
0: Okay. Hold on. Hold on, hold
1: on. I, just out of curiosity, I just got a, this update two minutes ago. Conor McGregor with the first round KO of Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Wow! Damn, indeed. So the notorious one is back. Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah, I right. love when he says that. I, I love when Conor McGregor says "fuck." <laughs> But anyway, um, new new friend, um, podcast Wise Kraken with Winter, okay. Um, they, they they do kind of a a funhouse type of podcast where they have a <laughs> cast of characters, and you know there's the political Greg and or political Paul, and, and then there's a uh, Big G, which is his, I guess his father. It, it's it it's uh, it's an interesting show. It's a fun show. It's 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 uh, they're cool people, and they, they offer to promote us. So I'm a, I listen to the show, and I dug it, and cool. I'm promoting them. So I want to give them a, a shout-out. Nice. Yeah. So so a dar you go. Give them a listen. Okay. All right. Um, and remember, there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Hey. You can send us an email like these fine folks have. That email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh nerd. We're really easy to find. Um, and remember, we are a member of a number of different podcasting networks. You can find us on the on the um, tangent bound network, the Weebie Geeks network, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank, yeah, and the uh, the Danger Entertainment network. Okay, uh, just give them a Google search. You'll find all the other great shows that they have to offer. And lastly, is always want to thank you, dear listener, for checking us out each and every week. Uh, We can't thank you enough, and we appreciate all the support you give us. Cool. Anything to add to the proceedings there, sir?
2: No, man, I'm good.
1: And on that note, the Dreamer has awakened.
3: Peace.